You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, episode 186. You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Episode 186. Here we go. I'm excited. We're going to be talking about how you can become a more friendly person. Some of us just aren't naturally friendly, are we? So we have to learn how to be a friendly person. And our children, if they aren't being taught in the home, from example, of friendly parents, they're not going to go to school and just automatically be friendly because they have friendly friends. It really needs to be something that you intentionally work on becoming friendly, becoming friendlier. So today I'm going to be sharing with you my top tips to get you where you need to be to becoming a friendlier person. But first of all, why would you want to be a friendly person in the first place? And this doesn't, you don't have to say, well, I'm an introvert, so I'm not naturally friendly. This has nothing to do with introvert or extrovert. The reason you'd want to be a friendly person is because from the law of attraction, it just brings more into your life, more joy, more peace, more abundance, more happiness. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to experience that. Not only that, but you're going to feel more fulfilled. You're going to be on a path where you feel like you know exactly what you're doing. And when you serve others in this way of just being friendly it uplifts you in some way or another. Now, I did see the movie Otto. Did you guys see that movie with Tom Hanks? Um, he was not considered a friendly person. He'd been through a lot of life circumstances that had hardened him and made him really hard. But in the end, his friendliness was being pulled out because so many people were being friendly with him and helping him and loving him and caring for him. So kindness and friendliness really does go a long way. And a couple weeks ago, we talked about how to overcome negative mindset. And I gave you some tips there of doing that. But I also want you to know that if you're just not feeling friendly, a lot of it has to do with what you're putting in your body. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting exercise? Are you taking care of your body? When you feel less than ideal energetically, because you're not intentionally taking care of yourself, you just don't feel like being a friendly person. So actually that's a huge tip right there is make sure you're on top of your sleep. That's number one. That's when I get cranky. Like if I don't have sleep or food, I notice that my friendliness level, like My friendliness meter goes way down. I'm just not as friendly and it's hard to fake it when you're just not feeling good. So that's my tip for sure. Um, And that's what I've noticed about myself is 
Sometimes it's not my thoughts that are causing me to be unfriendly. Thoughts like this person's annoying. I can't stand this person. Yes, those thoughts will creep in. But a lot of times it's really just what's going on in my body physically. Am I well nourished? Am I, have I slept enough? And just understanding that I will be a friendlier person as I'm taking care of myself for sure. But I want to give you my tips today for becoming a more friendly person and changing the world positively. So that's what we're going to dive into, into today. So whether you're at work, you're socializing, or just navigating daily interactions, being friendly can create positive connections and make a lasting impact. So let's cultivate some genuine friendliness with these tips. Number one, approachability. Okay. That's my first tip to be friendly. You need to give off an inviting vibe. How do you do this? You make eye contact. You smile warmly at people and maintain open body language. This simple act signals that you're receptive to interaction, encouraging others to engage with you. Now, a lot of times I might smile, but I'm walking fast. I don't make eye contact and my head's down or whatever, but I'm smiling. I think if we slow it down, when we see people at work or whatever, just look them in the eye and just smile, smile warmly and just maintain an open body language. Don't be so closed off. Be open. That's tip number one. Okay. People love that. Tip number two to being more friendly is active listening. So being friendly involves showing a genuine interest in others. You want to practice active listening by giving your full attention, nodding and responding appropriately. And so by valuing other people's thoughts and feelings, you're going to create a sense of connection that goes a long way. So be an active listener. Tip number three is kindness and empathy. Kindness and empathy are the cornerstones of friendliness. Small acts of kindness, like holding the door or offering a sincere compliment, complimenting others, strangers, even that's a being a friendly person that can brighten someone's day. Put yourself in their shoes, understand their perspective and respond with empathy. It's a powerful way to forge connections. And here's a hard one. My tip number four is simply remembering people's names. So this tip might seem basic, but it's often overlooked. Remembering names. People appreciate when you remember their name. It makes them feel valued and respected. So practice using mnemonic devices or repeating the name in conversation to help solidify it in your memory. And let me just go over what a mnemonic device is for you parents who we aren't in school anymore. And so we got to talk about it. A mnemonic device is a memory aid or a technique used to help individuals remember information or concepts more easily. So you might use some patterns or some familiar elements to create a mental structure 
that's going to enhance your memory retention. So they're going to be helpful when you need to recall lists or sequences or complex information or just simply people's names. So they can include acronyms and creating a word or phrase using the initial letters of the items you want to remember. So for example, Homes, H-O-M-E-S, is used to remember names of the Great Lakes, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. So those are the Great Lakes. It's in an acronym, Homes. So you might do that for somebody's name. Acrostics. So forming a sentence or phrase where the first letter of each word corresponds to the items to be remembered. So quote, please excuse my dear Sally, unquote, is an acrostic for the order of operations in mathematics, meaning parentheses, exponents, multiplication, and division, addition, and subtraction. Okay, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. All right, next we have rhymes and jingles. Using rhyming words or catchy jingles to remember information. So for instance, I before E except after C helps us with our English spelling, doesn't it? Also chunking things down will help you remember. So breaking down information into smaller groups or chunks to make it easier to remember. Like phone numbers are often chunked into groups of 555-1234, right? So, So they chunk it together so you can recall it better. Then there's the method of loci, associating items to be remembered with specific locations in a familiar mental space, such as your home. And so this technique is particularly particularly useful for remembering lists or sequences. You could do some visualization, so create vivid mental images that are associated with the information you're trying to remember, somebody's name. You might remember, you know, I remember being at the Goodwill in the parking lot when I was reading someone's Instagram story about a life-changing event they had. And every time I drive to that Goodwill, guess what I'm thinking about? That person's life-changing event that happened to them. So just remembering visualization, where am I? What am I hearing? What's around me? And then the person's name might help you recall their name better. And then you could do a rhyming system too. So what rhymes with Ted, bed, right? Um, That will help you remember possibly um, someone's name, but that's a mnemonic device. Okay, that's what that does. So that's my tip number four is just remembering people's names. It makes them feel valued and respected and you'll be considered a friendly person the more you can remember names. Instead of saying, I'm going to forget your name. I'm going to have to ask you five times. Like really practice memorizing people's names. This is something I'm really pointing my own finger at because too many people just don't have that gift and talent to do that. But if you took the time to do that, your brain would be sharper for one. And you'd have a lot more friends as you remember names. And I remember, you know, teaching aerobic classes and the same people would come and I would just get a notebook out, go around the classroom and write down everybody's name. I would study that list before class. I might put like, their nationality next to their name or just something to help me remember what they look like so I could get that in my memory, my muscle memory. But that always made them feel good when they'd come into class. I'd be like, hey, Monica, how you doing? 
How was your weekend? It helps. It's friendly. People like that. Okay. Um, authenticity is my tip number five. Last but not least, we need to talk about authenticity because being genuinely friendly, it really just means being yourself. Authenticity builds trust and creates lasting connections. So don't pretend to be someone you're not. Instead, showcase your true personality, your interests, and your quirks. But again, if you're not a friendly person and you you feel like, well, that's just who I am. I'm not friendly and I'm negative. Like we can fix that easily with some coaching. If you want some help with that, we can fix that with a healthy diet and exercise. There's so much we can do for your brain health. Like you don't have to be a negative person. That doesn't need to be your identity. Because again, we talk about this over and over on the podcast, you at your core, being your best true self is not a negative person who just doesn't like people. That's just something you've established along the way through life events, through getting burned by people and putting up these, these walls and this exterior that kind of pushes people away. Like your energy will push people away if you're building those walls. <laughs> and my, and the girl I work with, you know, we talk about, sometimes you talk to people and they look at you funny, like their face gets stuck in this, like, huh, this negative. And she's like, I just want to say, do you know how stupid your face looks right now? <laughs> do you know, do you know what your face looks like right now when you look at me like that? Because sometimes our faces like do get stuck in this confused, rude look when we look at people and we have no idea what that looks like. That is not open body language for one. That's, that's not friendly at all right? So just being aware of what your face looks like when you're trying to understand what somebody's saying or you're hearing what they're saying, but you're not liking it perhaps. And your face is making this awful mean look. I just want you to be aware of that because I've done it. We've all done it. We need to, we need to, we need to understand what our face looks like when other people are seeing it, when perhaps we aren't in the best of moods or we're confused or whatever. Okay. So just, Changing that if we are able to catch that will be good. Okay, so let's let's recap the tips, okay? Let's recap the tips to being a friendly person. Number one, approachability. You're gonna make eye contact, you're gonna smile warmly, maintain that open body language. Tip number two, active listening. That means you have to be genuinely interested in other people. You got to practice active listening by giving your full attention, by nodding, by responding appropriately. Tip number three, kindness and empathy. Okay. Um, holding the door open for others, offering a sincere compliment, those kinds of things. Tip number four, remembering names. People appreciate when you do this. Remember, they feel valued. You can do this. Tip number five, authenticity, being yourself, your quirks, your funniness, just be you, be authentic. So there you have it. My top five tips for mastering the art of being friendly, approachability, active listening, kindness, remembering names, and authenticity are all essential components that can transform your interactions and leave a positive impact on those around you. Remember, being friendly is not just about the words you say, but the genuine intentions behind them. 
So thank you for tuning into this week's podcast, How to Be Friendly. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend or somebody you think could under could, could maybe learn these tips to, to change themselves for the better. Okay, let's say it that way. But until next time, keep spreading those friendly vibes and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, did you enjoy this podcast episode? Did you know that I'm a life coach for couples and families who want to experience more connection with each other and have more love and harmony in the home? I encourage you to go over to my website, healthcoachheather.com and reach out to me. Send me a private message, send me an email and apply for one of my coaching programs. We'll jump on a quick call and we'll talk about how one of my programs could be a great fit for you and your family.